Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, I'm Julie. And this, this is, is Two, Two Sober, Sober Chicks. Chicks. Yeah. Yes. Nailed it. First time. <laughs> Only took us nine podcasts. <laughs> Welcome to podcast number nine. So right now, Lisa, oh, she's got a good face. We are picking from the topic pool, and Lisa just picked. Service? Why? So, um, in Alcoholics Anonymous, we'll often hear people talk about something called service, and it doesn't mean you're going to see your mechanic and you're taking your car in to get repaired. Oh, it means you're taking your soul in to get repaired. Ooh. We need to get sound effects. <laughs> we do. We definitely do. Um, yeah, so service um, is helping out, giving back, participating. Volunteering. Volunteering. That's a good word. So the question is why? Why do it? Why is it important? Julie? Uh, for me, my program exploded when I started doing service. And that's because as an alcoholic or an addict, my focus is always inwards to myself and the best way for me to get out of myself is to go and help someone else because it also shifts my perspective and there's something really magical and ethereal and unexplainable about the shift that takes place in a person once they do service and for those of you that have done service you know what I'm saying and it doesn't have to be an official volunteer role I have many it can be you know buying someone's coffee behind you in Tim Hortons or opening a door or going out and smiling at someone that looks like they're having a bad day that's all service to your fellow man and it's a crucial spiritual principle of our program Um, also because you can't keep what you don't give away is something we also say so the things that you learn go out into the world and spread them Uh, one of the things I struggled with most in early sobriety was like Julie said um, always thinking about myself And, um, I didn't, when I first came in, I didn't think I was a self-centered person, but even worry is self-centered. Uh, fear is self-centered because I am living in fear of what's going to happen to me. Um, so service really helped me, uh, get out of my own head and get out of my own way. Um, and where things really, I mean, it started with little things like, um, It also teaches me to um, deflate my ego. Doing service helps deflate my ego because I'm following a suggestion. My sponsor says, I think you need to set up at a meeting. Okay. Uh, Empty ashtrays. I just quit smoking and I was told to empty ashtrays. (laughs) I was not okay with that, but I did it. Didn't like it. As soon as I could pick a a different job, I did. But I did it to start off with because... I learned to follow suggestions. It deflated my ego. It wasn't about me. And also, let's say, you know, you're some big highfalutin, fancy, you got some great job, and uh, you think you're better and superior to everybody else. That would be very ego deflating to um, empty the ashtrays or make coffee, uh, set up chairs, Mm. especially if you've had things done for you your whole life. Um, but when my service, so that was the beginning of my service. When it really took off was the very first time somebody asked me to sponsor them. So a sponsor, like we've talked about, is somebody who sort of is your, your guide to the 12 steps in recovery and the program. And for me, my sponsor also taught me, you know, just how to become a better human being, Mm. you know, by little simple things. Um, 
I remember, you know, family issues, relationship issues, always looking about, well, they don't do this and they don't do that. And my sponsor taught me, why don't you focus on being a good sister, being a good daughter, being the best partner you can possibly be. And that took the focus off of what was in it for me and what I could give. Um, And I think service is all about giving back and 12 steps, AA recovery saved my life. So to me now, it's very important for me to continue to give back what was so freely given to me. The whole point of service is to practice the spiritual principle, not only of brotherly love, but of humility. And in seeking humility, it's the ultimate antidote to ego, which is often what wants to take us down. Ego meaning that um, very human, self-driven part of you that wants to survive, but is often misinformed and thinks it's under threat. So like puffing yourself up because you feel insecure um, or somebody's threatening you in some way that isn't actually real. And my ego is the, is the thing that makes me want other people to think that I'm perfect, that I'm better, that I'm smarter, that I know more, that I'm tougher, that I'm stronger, that I'm richer. That's all very ego-driven stuff. And the ego is ultimately what has its best intentions to protect us. But as addicts and alcoholics, ultimately is the drive that wants to kill us. So we have to practice humility. It's it's a life or death situation for us. And we can't do that any better than when we're in service to someone. And the, a program like Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous, uh, Cocaine Anonymous, whatever anonymous program that you're a part of, they wouldn't exist without service. This is not um, an institution that gets paid and has employees to do things. So um, we've seen it happen here in Toronto where groups start to suffer because people aren't staying involved. Um, So what I've learned too is that um, in order for AA to stay alive in my community, um, it is very reliant upon how much I can give back. And uh, I always remember the people who were here before me who gave freely of their time. Um, What's that? Oh, there's a saying. um, It's not a saying, a slogan, a slogan. Um, I want the hand of AA to always be there. And for that, I am responsible. It's called the responsibility pledge. And uh, you'll often hear that at meetings. And it's a great reminder. It's so funny too, how we say things over and over again. And then eventually they sink in and take, take root and have meaning for us. And it took a while for me to have that take, take hold and take meaning. I've said a lot of things in the rooms and then all of a sudden had an aha moment. I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's what that means. (laughs) So on a final note, um, doesn't matter what city you live in, you can always um, go on the internet and search Alcoholics Anonymous in your city and look for your local intergroup office. Um, and there you can find other opportunities and information about Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, go to your home group, talk to the librarian. They'll have information on different opportunities of service and very important, attend business meetings for your home group, because not only will you learn that there are service opportunities like, you know, setting up, making coffee, um, tear down, you'll learn about things like, uh, GSR and intergroup. Um, because AA has become an international organization. And the cool thing is that there are no leaders, no one governs. We all have a say in how this works. 
which is why the traditions are so important. A topic for another day. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's good. I'm Julie. I'm Lisa. We are two sober chicks, and we hope you have a great 24.